0: I said, I said, ah, oh, love it. And Kim looked at me like, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to My got Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I preview Georgia's matchup with Missouri. We talk through what we're looking for in the game, and we answer questions from you, our listeners. As always, remember to check out the newly redesigned MyGottaPodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media. My Got a Podcast. Finally, we'd love for you to check out our presenting sponsor, OxiaTime. At Oxiatime.com. That's dot e.com. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. Back for another preview episode against. Here we are. We got Missouri coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah. The team that we're not sure why they're in the SEC.
1: <laughs> the geographic anomaly.
0: Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I couldn't come up with anything like opponent wise of my bourbon collection. Um but I'm going with the uh Russell's Reserve 10 year tonight, John.
1: Okay. So no 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 correlation just what you had.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know that
0: I've had the 10
1: year. I'm not sure if I've had the 10 year.
0: I've had this bottle for a while, but uh, I actually just opened it. So this is I've I've What's... never had it. Yeah.
1: What what kind of what kind of sociopath are you? Where you don't have you have an open bourbon that you're what, like that's, that's, I, that's a foreign concept to me. Every bottle I have is open. Got it. Unless it's yeah. a back unless it's a backup bottle. I have uh I have E H Taylor mm. um in the it is a the color scheme of the Missouri Tigers the what is it gold and black or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah,
1: ah, that was my that was my contribution for the opponent this week. <laughs> um, normally wouldn't drink this. However, I do have a backup bottle which is unopened.
0: <laughs> okay, fair, <laughs> fair. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of get into my my usual habits, and I I drink the usual suspects. And sometimes I like to have something on hand that I haven't had before, and I can open it. So yeah, I don't know. Reaching it, opened the cat. It I was like, "What am I going to drink tonight?" Opened the cabinet. It was actually sitting right in front, so I grabbed it. Yeah, Eh
1: Taylor is really like a fantastic it's a fantastic bourbon. It's just, there's, there's not enough, not enough good stuff that you can say about it. Like it's harder to get than, um, it's harder to get than special reserve for me. Um, John's probably laughing a little bit on that one. Cause he seems to get it. no, I don't, he, he seems to get it easy peasy. Um, the EH Taylor, the EH Taylor, yeah, the small batch.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'll, but, I'll tell you, I've never it, seen a bottle of it in the wild. Yeah. Really.
1: It's, it's super hard matter of fact like the only reason i have the i have the backup bottle is because I be, i'm basically like hound at <laughs> my local store like hey do you, you get it you take, you take a lot of nose <laughs> right in that in that game right um, right to get to get to a handful of yeses which you know when they come up you you, you try to grab them
0: yeah no that um, i mean that's how i am with my stuff i just never i just rarely seen the stuff pop up whenever i see it i grab it uh can you believe that uh these guys have been in the SEC for 11 years?
1: It is kind of wild. I mean, I guess that I kind of bundled them with the Texas A&M situation, you know, cuz we just we haven't been there, so
0: Right. I mean, and that's the thing, right? They came they came into the league the same year uh when we played we played these guys like I don't know, it's so weird like why are we playing them annually and we've still never been to Texas A&M? It's just it's weird. I know that'll all change next year. Um,
1: everything changes next year.
0: Everything changes next year. So I guess that at least that that piece goes out, and we don't. We, hey, we're not going to be playing these guys annually after this year. So maybe we should savor that, John. <laughs> sure. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I think that this is one of those games that's just like there. It it just is. There's no significance to it at all for us. So like, Mm-mm. on the one on the one hand, I'm like. You know, don't let the door hit you on the way out, kind of thing. But um, I just, I don't know. I don't really know how to feel about these guys. They have a really cool guy on TikTok that does tailgate videos.
0: True, that is true.
1: <laughs> I think, I think the Greg and them were trying to get him to come to the the tailgate so that they could have a little, uh, little cook, little cook off or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's happening. Uh, I think
1: it is happening. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. So. That'll be that'll be interesting. That'll
1: going to have to have JT come by, and they can do like a TikTok off or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the king, that's funny. the king of the king of uh, Georgia TikTok and the king of Missouri TikTok tock. I like it.
0: I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, we have a collab TikTok collab at the tailgate. Oh, I don't even know the guy's
1: name. I should. I should. I should note it. But um, if you haven't, just Google like Missouri. Missouri tailgate or whatever. I think he's like, he's like tailgate dad or something like that or tailgate king or something.
0: Yeah. Oh, I could probably, I could probably find it. Uh, I know Greg's Greg sent it has sent his info my way. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just, I never really understood why these guys are in the sec, but it, it is what it is at this point. Um, it doesn't feel like it's been 11 years though. Uh, cause it was what 2012 was the first time we was that year. They, they came into the league, uh, It's kind of crazy. Time flies, but uh, I still don't get it. At any rate, at any rate, um, don't uh, we don't have a uh, Ole Miss game time to announce um, tonight because that got the six day window. Um, So CBS put the six day hold on the Ole Miss game next week. um, So that is TBD. So that game will be either 3.30 on CBS or 7 p.m. or 7.30 p.m. uh, on some semblance of ESPN network. and I think uh, if we, so we've already, we talked about this before, right? So there's a, you can only be on CBS five times, but but they can exercise a waiver to put you on a sixth time. <laughs> <laughs> so if the Ole Miss game winds up on CBS, then we know that uh, Georgia at Tennessee would not be on CBS the following week. So one to watch there because it'll, it'll impact the rest of the season as well. Um, so we'll see. It'll, it'll be interesting. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think pretty much just kind of pending the results of all the games this weekend and then they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. So at any rate, um, I did want to say, I want to make sure to remind everyone, uh, if you're going to be in Athens, um, this is the homecoming game. So we have homecoming this weekend and on Friday night um, before the game at the foundry, there is a, an event, uh, home field homecoming, um, so, we'll put the put the info in the show notes. Uh, we'll tweet it out. I know Graham Coffee has tweeted it out, but it's uh, basically with Dog Central and Homefield Apparel uh, going to be at the foundry. It's free, um, but you do have to RSVP. Um, I know spots were filling up, so you can take a look. I'm not sure how many are left, um, but you can go and do that. Um, I'll be there. Um, I know Graham Coffee will be there. John Tweets will be there. And George Foster will be there. Um, so, it should be a good time um it's going to be like a live live podcast recorded in the evening uh it'll the entire thing runs from five to ten um so uh if you're in town ahead of the game on friday swing by the foundry uh would love to see love to see folks there so just wanted to remind everybody of that
1: that's going to be a good time man it's going to be a lot of it's going to be a good opportunity for dog twitter to um to get together again
0: yeah, I have heard there may be some other surprise guests. Uh I don't know what that might like it will actually be a surprise to me. I actually have not asked Graham like what that means. <laughs> uh but it sounds like some other folks may show up too. So. Okay. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I have never met uh Big George in person. Um other than we went to school together, but I don't remember I don't remember actually ever coming across George in college. All the way, didn't he come to the fraternity house once? Yeah, he was been to the fraternity up? house. Okay. See, I don't, I don't remember that. I I remember guys coming by, but I don't remember George for some reason.
1: He and some of those guys came by. I'm pretty sure he came with, I want to say, was he on the team? Was he on the team with Thomas Brown?
0: Mm, No, he was gone.
1: He was gone. Okay.
0: Yeah. George's last season, he was actually like George and I, George is like my age. Like we graduated high school the same year. Um, and he, he actually redshirted. Like, I make the joke that I redshirted. George actually redshirted. <laughs> so, well, we both did the four and a half years at, at Georgia, uh, from what I can recall. Um, yeah, so, O2, that O2 championship team was, was Georgia's last team. The
1: O2 championship game. Okay. Yeah. So, that would have been, like, Pollock and those guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Fred Gibson. I remember Fred used to come by. Fred, Fred
1: definitely came by. Yeah, and he brought Mike Patrick and some of those and maybe he came with some of those guys. I don't know. Yeah. Because I know Pollock had been there. Um I mean he came to the the concert that we had with uh, Phil Vassar um that year, I believe. Yeah. So
0: anyways, ran our random college remembering things. <laughs> <laughs> so Missouri. <laughs> so Missouri. Let's let's jump in. So matchup notes uh Saturday. Uh kickoff is at 330. Um It is on CBS, but it is not the CBS game of the week. Uh, Saturday is one of those doubleheader days. Um, So the night game is uh, LSU, Alabama, uh, which means we will not have uh, Brad and Gary. Uh, We will have Rich Waltz doing play-by-play, Aaron Taylor as the analyst, and Amanda Guerra on the sideline. Um, Dogs come in 8-0, 5-0 in the SEC. Missouri comes in at 7-1. Three and one in the SEC. So this is AP number one versus AP number fourteen. So we got a top top fifteen matchup uh, between the hedges. The official hashtag, which we should use, John, uh, because now we know that that helps us, uh, is hashtag MIZ versus UGA. Um, Like we mentioned, these guys joined the SEC in two thousand twelve. We own the all time series record at eleven and one. They've only beat us one time ever. Um, and last year was the nail biter. Uh, we beat them 26 to 22 in Columbia, Missouri last year. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like a nice fall day. Uh, so temperatures dropping. So on Saturday, there's a high of 71. That should be actually right at kickoff. Um, the low that day is 35, but that was, that's like in the morning. So, uh, no impact there. Um, but, uh, should be like around like 60 or so at the end of the game. So it should be a nice, nice fall day. Um, I love yeah, it getting, didn't see, didn't see anything about swirling winds, John.
1: No swirling winds, but it's definitely getting chilly here in Georgia. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. As as we speak, the temperatures are dropping precip- precipitously um, outside right now, because I think the low tomorrow is supposed to be like 29 or something like that in here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to make the mistake that I made a Kentucky game and be totally unprepared. I'll be prepared. <laughs> for the weather uh, uh are you going to bring the blanket you purchased? <laughs> <laughs> Good question. Probably not. Lily that is Lily's blanket. Uh that is like hers that she keeps on the couch. It's mm. like that's like that is my blanket. Uh so
1: yeah. Probably yeah, not. A, part of the justification for that purchase was that it's a a free a free use blanket, which right. at this point we probably have like 15 blankets around this house and like yeah. kids are always like where's the blankets I'm like i don't know there's like
0: 15 of them. that's yeah yes <laughs> <To find one. laughs> Yes. that sounds like our house oh man so yeah but no yeah i'll I'll just um i don't know i, I gotta pick out the right fit but uh, i'll have some sort of hoodie or pullover or jacket or something i'll be i'll I, be ready for the weather this time
1: i would just i would just wear what you wore for the florida game at work right mm, true
0: true now i subscribe to hunter's theory i change it up a little bit every week so now no no, no. Hey hey, you do what works for you. I'm doing what work, works for me. I just have to wear a hat as we discussed in the Florida review. Okay.
1: So, okay. Make sure you have, you pack your hat. That's right.
0: That's right. All right, that that's it for the matchup. Uh you got any you got any, any fun facts or in, any history for us this week, JP?
1: I do have some history, but I'm going to hit you with some some fun factish like our, JP's typical fun factish items. Okay. Um okay. So what do you know about Missouri Jim? Show
0: me. That's all I know. <laughs> it is
1: it is the Show Me State. Show me! <laughs> that Sorry. was perfect. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're hoping that the, the the Bulldogs uh definitely show them an awful time uh... Uh, on on the field. Um but uh, University of Missouri actually um it was the very first university that was founded in Thomas Jefferson's uh Louisiana Purchase. Mm, okay. I did not know that. So yeah, I did not know that either. I, I know that we've done this before. Um, if you've if you want to get the real history, like go back to some of the other ones. They're they're called the Tigers, which is named after a Civil War regiment. Um, that's why they're named the the Tigers. Um, you may be wondering well, there's not that many tigers in Missouri. That is where the name comes from. Um okay. they are actually um as as we've joked about on this uh, on this podcast you know they are University of Missouri Columbia mm. um, so they are that they are one of those directional you know kind of situations okay um, so we should not call them University of Missouri it's the University of Missouri Columbia okay um you may be wondering why they're called Mizzou um that n- nickname moniker whatever dates back to 1905 um where which is basically when they, they had the, the fight song or whatever, um, which basically stands for their initials, M S U Mizzou. Um, which is where that where that comes from. Um Missouri f- basically like started the whole idea and concept of a homecoming celebration. Mm. Um, so that's something that uh that's kind of fun. Um I don't have any numbers on our dates on like when that started, but um that's in their um like fun facts um situation. Um their mascot is named the Truman Tiger. Um is named so because of the most famous one of the most famous Missourians ever, which is President Harry S. Truman. To that end, um there are a number of famous there's a there's a lot of famous alumni that come from the University of Missouri. Do you know anybody that 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 went to Missouri Jim?
0: i can't think of any non-athletes
1: uh well there's a lot there's a lot of non-athletes um tom berenger
0: really okay
1: yeah tom berenger um famous for major league major league um actually one of my more favorite cult films that uh maybe you've heard of it the substitute Um,
0: (laughs) yes yes man
1: talking about a great a great like cult classic if you've not seen the substitute you should go check it out tom especially if you like tom Behringer.
0: all right let me let me hit you with a random tom Behringer movie. <laughs> okay <laughs> you ever seen a movie called shattered Mm-mm. okay go watch it this is our version of the entertainments shout out to the second string who had a florida preview by the way um go check it out jp shattered i have not seen it in a long time but it's another a wood family classic So, okay.
1: Okay. (laughs) Sticking, sticking to the film, the film category, Chris Cooper, um, Mm, American Pie, right? American Pie, also adaptation, uh, for which he, he, he's won an Academy Award, Academy Award winning actor. Um, also John Hamm.
0: Oh, wait, hold on. Chris Cooper, not American Pie that's a different chris uh oh, you're
1: thinking of american beauty
0: american beauty thank you yes sorry i
1: knew what you were talking about yes
0: i yes i said american by yes american beauty <laughs> I, I i
1: speak i speak fluent jim wood
0: <laughs> we both we both do that
1: yes <laughs> nice uh let's see john ham um also brad pitt
0: really uh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing brad pitt did he graduate or is he like? Is it like a Ryan Seacrest situation?
1: Uh you know, honestly, uh, he's listed. Um, let's see here. Oh, he's one credit short of graduation, actually.
0: Oh man, so close. Got to finish yeah, that. Out.
1: seriously. Um, that's according to Wikipedia. Okay. Um, okay. yeah, one credit short. Like, dude, like just like mail it in, right? Right. Seriously. <laughs> uh, let's see here. George C. Scott is also uh, an alumnus. Okay. Alumni from from there um let's see what are some other interesting ones uh let's see we've got tennessee williams famous uh playwright cat on a hot tent roof yeah streetcar named desire etc um let's see mort walker um is an alumni who is famous for um the creation of beetle bailey the, the comic beetle bailey
0: you okay. Know, maybe you're yeah, familiar I remember, with that. I remember Beetle Bailey.
1: Comics aren't so popular anymore these days. I'm like my kids like never never read like the, the Sunday comics. That was like what, like my dad would always be sitting at the <laughs> at the kitchen table reading the, the newspaper, and I would always grab the comics. It's not yeah. a thing
0: anymore. It's weird. These these days kids know about the Archie characters from the show Riverdale instead of like actually reading Archie. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: Um another very famous singer. Um Cheryl Crow. Oh, okay. Actually uh, an alumna alum, alumnus of uh Missouri. Uh, let's see here. A couple other ones. I mean, I can I mean I like, do like seriously, like it's kind of crazy. Like the amount yeah, of that's people, a, that the this is an extensive have... list. Yeah, I'm uh, sur- seriously.
0: I'm surprised. And if we talked about this last year, I have zero recollection of any of this.
1: <laughs> we probably didn't talk about this last year. Um, because I don't remember any of these. I feel yeah. like I would have noticed this. Um the founder of Panda Express. Okay. An alumni, an Andrew Andrew Churn, I believe his name. Uh, I, I, check check the pronunciation on me, uh, Scott Howard. But um, I thought that was a that was a pretty notable one. Um, <laughs> Kenneth Kenneth Lay, I don't know if that name rings a bell, but former CEO of Enron.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh man,
1: yeah. There's 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 a, there's, a, there's a lot of business and. Um, there's a lot of business and and like you know politician sports obviously um although uh one of the sports ones that uh is relevant currently um I think that I, I, I haven't been watching the World Series but Max Scherzer. um he's an he's an alumni of um he's an alumni of of
0: Missouri I know the World Series has started but I have no idea what how it stands or anything yeah max Scherzer. I tuned up I tuned up yeah yeah
1: seriously like but baseball's still going on I didn't know this
0: I just think of Chase Daniel because he had like the best NFL career ever. He was a career backup and he's made so much money. Right. He's, he's a Missouri tiger.
1: I will give you one final, one final famous alumni. And then we can move on because this is, I feel like we're we're laboring this one, but um, Skip Terry. Oh, okay. Former, former broadcaster for the Atlanta Braves.
0: Now I am wondering if we did mention that last year. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, That That one I feel like I've heard. I feel like I've heard that one before, Mm -hmm. but Okay. Nice. Nice. Um, I think I think we've got. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: We do have the history. We do have the actual history. History um, to go through. Um, You know, Missouri is is famous for a lot of things. Um, One of their most famous things is that they are the very first university in the world to have its own journalism school. In 1908, they founded the world's first journalism school. Um, they are also the sole source of nuclear isotopes that are used for nuclear medicine for the United States. They Mm -hmm. have a research reactor center. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's, 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 uh, that was a big, that was a big part of it. The other thing, the other thing that they're famous for, um, since they were part of Thomas Jefferson's Louisiana purchase, um, the Jefferson family has donated his original tombstone so hmm. Thomas Jefferson's original tombstone is actually on the campus at uh at the the University of Missouri. Interesting. Um they All right, so a couple of things um a couple of things with that. So I mentioned the campus itself. If you've ever been, apparently I haven't been. Have you been to the University
0: of Missouri? I have not. No.
1: I've not, but it seems like that it's a it's a it's a pretty campus. And part of the reason that it is a beautiful campus is because it is actually managed as a botanical garden. Mm. There are a number of um, like historic registry type buildings um, on on the campus uh, at University of Missouri. But yeah. um, I didn't know that. I don't remember. I don't remember researching that uh, previously. But yeah, managed as a as a botanical garden, so makes sense that it would be um, that it would be a beautiful campus.
0: Nice, nice.
1: Um, very important to the university itself um is that they were involved in the they were actually involved in in integration um they were one of the first universities to integrate um at a higher level because um they had there's a very famous case lloyd gaines um you know lobbied to be admitted into the university he was originally designed he was denied admission to the graduate school um, it was he was one of the four graduates that graduated from Lincoln University, which is a traditionally black college. It's about 30 miles away in Jefferson City. Um, but he he lobbied the Supreme Court and won um, in a in a very famous court case which basically paved the way for for integration of you know universities. Gotcha. Huh. On that note um that will pivot us to, the Hergut Library submission from Jason Hasty for the ties to the university and Missouri Mm -hmm. um, in that vein with integration. Okay. So that all of that under the context. So we we begin with Jason Hasty's submission for us this week. Georgia and Missouri share very little history. The teams have only met 12 times, and only one of those games came before Missouri joined the SEC in 2012. That one meeting before 2012, however, held significance far beyond the action on the field, as we discussed. Wally Butts, famous for Butts' mayor building, um, among other things. Wally Butts, in his 21st season, 21 May long may Kirby reign for 21 seasons, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> in his 21st season as Georgia as, as Georgia's head coach, led the 1959 Bulldogs to an SEC title. The team. Was then matched against Missouri in the then Big Seven conference, which I'm assuming is that is the Big Seven the, the prelude to the Big Twelve? Was that?
0: Oh, I would have mm, the Big Twelve.
1: I mean, I'm I'm just going off the big moniker there. Yeah,
0: I'm not sure because I know like a lot a lot of those teams were used to be in like what was called the Southwest Conference. Southwest so I was actually, Conference. That, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. All right.
1: In, uh, anyway, then in the Big 7 Conference, uh, they played Missouri in the Orange Bowl. On Missouri's roster were two black athletes, Nora Stevenson and Mel West. At a time before the University of Georgia had opened its doors to students of all colors, Missouri was the Bulldogs' first integrated opponent in a bowl game. That's crazy, man. It's it just, is crazy. Just, 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 just to, to think about how far things have come. 1959 that's not yeah. that long ago yeah i know it's nuts the first the very first time a bulldog team in any sport competed against an integrated team was only 10 years before this on september 29th 1950 the bulldogs football team played the saint mary's galloping gales um in in Kezar stadium in san francisco the gales roster included black running back john henry johnson who led the gales to a seven to seven tie despite georgia being heavily favored to win johnson would go on to a pro football hall of fame career mostly with the 49ers and the pittsburgh steelers shout out to 100 Stanford in lamar lovelace um i wonder if lamar knows this guy i'm assuming he does but um or you know knows of his history i guess is what i should say right The first integrated game in Sanford Stadium was on November 2nd, 1968, when the Bulldogs played Houston Cougars and their star running back, Paul Gibson, to a 10-10 tie. Um, So we're going to continue in that vein of the the integration and first black athletes and et cetera um, to kind of hammer this home. So in 1971, the first black athletes joined the University of Georgia football team. But under the rules of the era, freshmen were ineligible for varsity competition. So, mm-hmm. they're very the University of Georgia's very first varsity team took the field in 1972. Yeah, still so crazy. Also crazy. Yeah, it was still still just mind boggling.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So if you if you take that into context, so it took 20 plus years for the University of Georgia and the Southeast and things in the South to to fully integrate um after playing against them in 1950 just yeah. to hammer that home yeah uh okay the games against st mary's missouri and houston seems obscure but they're you know they're important milestones along the way to uh opening the university of georgia to to all athletes basically and allowing us to get to the point where we're at today yeah so yeah. It, again, uh, again, I, I add the you know, the context uh that I mentioned about the Supreme Court uh, case with uh Mr. Gaines. Um mm-hmm. it's all under the umbrella of the University of Missouri has played a pretty important part um to to integration in in the South. So maybe that's the connection, Jim, to them being in the
0: Southeast Conference. There we go. There we go. I'll I will I will accept that. Um <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 I mean, it is crazy to think of how how recent that is. Uh, it's pretty nuts. So, all right. Jason Hasty, thank you again. Uh, this was a good one. We like literally learning things uh, about this stuff. This is, this is awesome. I appreciate you and everything uh, you do at the Hargrett Library. Um, and uh, definitely also, you know, if you're in town, um, you can always go stop by the Hargrett Library on, on, on Fridays as well. Uh, go Going check out the live. exhibit. Go check swing out the, by exhibits. the library
1: swing by the library and then swing by the home field
0: gathering. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Plenty to do on home the weekend. We're, uh, we're, here, we're here to give
1: you the itinerary folks.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's do, uh, let's get into this. So um, when Georgia has the ball, let's talk about the offense um, offense defense matchup here. So um, some no- notable defenders for, for Missouri, uh, Leading tackler is Tyron Hopper. Uh, he's a senior linebacker. He's got 43 total tackles and two sacks. Uh Chris Abrams Drain is a junior defensive back. He leads the team with four interceptions. Uh, that's tied for second in the SEC on the season. Um, and then Darius Robin Ro- Darius Robinson is a senior defensive lineman. He leads Missouri with four and a half sacks um on the season. So um this team, this is the best team we played. Uh I mean you can obviously just look at the rankings there. Um, this team is mainly composed of guys who were there last year. Um, so that team that took us to the wire in Missouri last year, most most of those guys are back. Um, and I went back and rewatched a little bit of the game from last year, John. And actually, what what jumped out to me actually was their defense and what their defense was able to do to our offense and make Stetson Bennett uncomfortable, right? Um, so we've talked about SEC; it's a line of scrimmage game. I mean, they've this is a tough team. They're physical. Um, interested to see what Bobo has dialed up here. Um, I think the home field advantage is going to be like we're not playing in Missouri and they're not sneaking up on us this year like they were able to last year.
1: What's their what was their defense ring last year? Did you by chance look at that?
0: <laughs> I did not. No, because I no. feel like their
1: their defense is fairly you know pedestrian or whatever. Like there's nothing like that jumps out at you like U- UGA, for example.
0: Right, right, yeah. They're what? So they're 38th in FBS in total yards allowed a game, um, 63rd in yards passing a game. Uh, their rushing defense is the better piece of their defense. Uh, mm-hmm. So they give up well, like, still, a hundred.
1: yeah, they're still giving up like 150 yards, right?
0: Yeah. They gave up 112 rushing yards a game. So, okay. um, but yeah, they're allowing 23 points a game. So yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't jump off. I mean, they're, you, you watch Missouri to watch their offense. So which we'll get to in a bit, but that's, that's their strength um, mm-hmm. is, is their offense. But I was, that was the thing was just going back and looking at that last year. I was actually kind of surprised. Like I get, I had kind of forgotten, I guess, um like how much pressure they were they were able to get on on Stetson in Missouri, in, in Columbia last year but I don't know that's where I'm saying I, I think so much of that was the environment you know it was night game on the road it was cold it was really really cold that game um and I don't think we took them seriously like remember last year we had the whole like kind of dust up in the pregame um
1: remember well, like J- Jalen, and those guys came mm-hmm. by and like yeah, yeah it was a whole thing
0: yeah so i don't know um i, I expect us to uh i mean contrast that to george's offense right i mean dude number four in the country in yards a game um the mike the mike bobo uh coordinated offenses so and carson Beck leads the number four passing yards per game offense in fbs um our offense is legit man yeah. What about, you know, so last week we had the homecoming for Carson Beck in Jacksonville. Um this week we have Dominic Lovett going up against his old squad, which that was something that jumped out to me. So I watched basically like a highlight package from last year's Missouri game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One thing that definitely jumped out was like all the big pass, pass plays last year were to Dominic Lovett. Uh so I was kind of laughing at that.
1: Was Luther Burden on that team? He was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How did he do in that game? He didn't do a whole lot. He was a true freshman. Yeah, just pretty much love it. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't know. I, I I'll be looking for that for sure when it gets to our defense. But I know we're talking about the offense. But um, yeah, I love it. Love it was the guy last year. I, I don't know. I I'm I'm kind of torn on this game a little bit. You know, kind of skipping ahead a little bit. I'm on the one hand, I foresee like a complete blowout, which. To, mm. to touch on that and to go, you know, maybe fast forward a little bit on the game notes here, but like the line on this game had opened at like, what does what the line open at? It
0: opened at 617. It's yeah. down. It's down to 15.
1: It's down to, fi- I mean, but still like. Yeah, it's a lot of points I for a top that.
0: 15, for a top 15 matchup.
1: Exactly. Like the yeah. line opened at 17 and it hasn't really moved all that much. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I'm not a big gambler. I don't know how big two points is, but it doesn't, doesn't seem like that that's that big of a deal, but like, it, 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 I guess the point, like the takeaway there is like it opened at 17 and immediately dropped.
0: <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I kind of expect our offense to do what it does, what it does. Exactly. <laughs> um, And I mean, you know, they're, so they're, they're one loss. Um was was to LSU and I mean LSU put up 49 points on them. So it's 49, 39. I know they had a pick six late, uh, but again, you know, you get, um, you get a behind, you get them trying to play catch up. Uh, like they got there late in that game. And um, I don't know, but at, at any rate, I, yeah, I think our offense will do what our offense does. Um, like yeah, I said, uh, I, I feel like so much of their defensive success last year, honestly was the environment. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but that's how I feel.
1: Yeah. I I mean, it, it feels it feels very much like that that line that that we opened up on is there for a reason because it feels like a situation where they are going to be playing catch up and it's more of a question of can they score can they outscore our our offense basically and right. i right. just don't see them being able to do that f- against our defense kind of situation. So like from an, yeah. uh, our offense versus their defense, what are you looking for? I'm looking for our offensive line, which we haven't really talked about the offensive line really at all the last several games, like last game. And mm-hmm. I, and I, I want to like, we, I didn't mention it in the, in the review, but at one point I believe Gary like made like an off color joke or whatever. It wasn't off color, but he just made a joke offhandedly that, that this Georgia offensive line wants to win the whatever the the best offensive line award is, I can't remember what it's called.
0: Whatever it is that Michigan keeps winning every year.
1: Whatever it is that Michigan keeps winning every year, exactly. That's um, gonna bother me. What's the name of that <laughs> trophy? Um. Anyway, like he made it. He made a joke that this team really wants to win that that trophy, and I think that they rank near the top of the the country in terms of like the you know in terms of that offensive line metric for sacks. Like we haven't really given up a whole lot of sacks. Like Carson Beck has been able to basically sit back. Part of the reason he's got gotten to where he is, is that, you know, he's been able to deal back there. And when he's put on the turf is where we've kind of struggled a little bit, Mm -hmm. but you know, it feels like that this offensive line is kind of taking shape kind of similar to the defense The defensive line started, I feel like it's kind of starting to take shape where we're allowing team, we allowing our, we've kind of figured out our our roster at this point, right? Like, we we had a guy go, we had Mims go down, we've we've shuffled guys around, Um, Mm -hmm. we had kind of a a late minute, like, uh, it felt like a late minute change to the starting right tackle before the Florida game, right? I think that Graham's notes kind of mentioned that, you know, on things to look out for, for the starting offensive linemen right up, right up until game time. Right. Yeah. 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 So I'll be looking for our offensive line to basically hold surf um, to what they've done all season long. And if that happens, like you like our chances because I don't think that they can catch up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think, uh, I think what we've been seeing this team do is throwing to set up the run. Um and I think we can see, we continue to to see that. Um and as we know, McConkey's back on his donkey. Uh, we got Delta Brother out. Uh, I think we're set up well to do that.
1: Yeah, you know a couple of those players that you mentioned. Um, so I guess just just looking at the numbers, like a couple of things that concern me. Um, the the Chris the Chris Abrams guy that mm-hmm. has four interceptions. Yeah, you know that's that's basically Taiki territory, right?
0: Yep. He's tied with Saiki for second uh in the SEC for picks.
1: Yeah, you'll be looking you'll be looking for who he's matched up against. Um trying to see, trying to see like where how how they move him around, because it could be a situation where you've got, you know, like Kamari Lasseter where he's basically cutting off an entire side of the field kind of situation. Yeah. Um the other guy, you got Darius Robinson with four and a half sacks. Um, you know, he's He's obviously. I mean, he's got more sex than anybody in our squad, right? So,
0: <laughs> right. We'll,
1: be, we'll be looking to neutralize him, basically. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: this offensive line has done pretty well at that. I mean,
0: yeah, I mean, they've kept they've kept Carson clean. They've yeah. kept him clean, and um, I don't know, man. Like uh, they they really have they've really gelled, and it was, it, it's it's pretty remarkable considering the shuffling around we've had to do with injuries. So, um, my buddy
1: Stacy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're we're friends we're friends uh love it love it uh all right well um why don't we take a before we move on to the defense why don't we take a moment uh to remind everyone that season 4 of my gotta podcast is presented by Oxia time so OxiaTime time is a custom swiss watch company you've got to go check out their 2021 and 2022 Georgia National Championship Collection. Uh, so John and I both have our 2021 watch. Uh, we love to wear. Um, every watch is officially licensed by both the University of Georgia and the College Football Playoff. let has got the CFP logo. Uh, you've got the Power G. Uh, the, I know the 2022 editions, uh, I think most of them, they say, they say, I'll say go dogs in the face. Uh, so they're beautiful watches, uh, self-winding. Um, this is the first watch I've had like this. Uh, definitely love having mine. Um, so go check them out at oxiatime.com. It's A-X-I-A-T-I-M-E.com. And as we always remind you, you can use the code mygotapodcast and get a custom, uh, presentation box. Uh, so you can put your watch on display as well. And then always don't forget, head over to Classic City Collective. Um, they've got some limited edition watches there as well that are signed by Cari Smart. Uh, so you can find those at ClassicCityCollective.com. All right. The... So for the defense, our defense, when Missouri has the ball, what are we looking for? Um, So I know this is kind of the part we were both kind of trying to, we were kind of itching to get to, uh, because everyone's been talking about the Missouri offense. Um, Again, similar theme, um, what I mentioned earlier around like, you know you you go back and you watch last year, it's the same guys. So Brady Cook, everyone's been talking him up. He was a quarterback last year. Um, He's thrown for 2,259 yards, 15 touchdowns and three picks. Um, I will add he's mobile. Um, so he's also the team's third leading rusher. he's got 59 carries for 134 yards and five rushing touchdowns. Um, so something to watch for. um as far as the running backs, um the their leading rusher, so their're number one and two backs they were also both on the team last year. Uh, but Cody Schrader has kind of emerged as the the workhorse back for them. So he's got 140 carries for 807 yards and nine touchdowns. He's a senior he was a senior last year. I don't know if you remember John. We talked about him last year coming in because he had uh he had transferred from a division two school. So two years ago, Cody Schrader was like the leading rusher in division two at Truman State. Um mm-hmm. and then he transferred to Missouri last year. Um, you may recall, remember the what we've basically said was kind of like the play of the year last year, where Missouri ripped off a long run and Malachi Starks ran the guy down and tackled him to the goal line. That was this guy. Right. That was Schrader. Um, so he's back. Um, and then at receiver, though, uh, the leading receiver in this game last year, like we already mentioned, he played, now plays for the Georgia Bulldogs. Um, but so Luther Burden, uh, kind of super sophomore, he's really uh, taken a step forward this year, was a five-star recruit. Uh, so he's got 61 catches for 905 yards and six touchdowns. Um, so uh, behind him is a guy, Theo Wiese Jr., uh, 440 yards and five touchdowns. Um, so right there in the touchdowns, but had like half the yards, less than half the yards. So I mean, it all it starts with Brady Cook and Luther Burden, yeah. And uh, I'm going to be looking for Kamari Lassiter. You, what <laughs> you mentioned earlier. Um, I'm interested to see what we do there, right? Because when it's South Carolina game, uh, when um, we were struggling to cover Leggett, and we we put um, Lassiter on him instead of being on a side of the field and just had him cover a guy. I'm curious to see if we do that. So do we have like Kamari Lasser play a side of the field or do we have him shadow burden? Um, that'll be something to watch for for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, so here's, so here's the thing. Like when you look at the, you look at the numbers and everything on paper shouts like, oh man, this is going to be a, a tough game. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it's not going to end up to be in that way, but I look at, I look at the, The teams that they've played, right? So here's here's a rundown of the teams that they played. They played South Dakota. They played Middle Tennessee. They played Kansas State. They played Memphis. They played Vanderbilt. That was their opening gauntlet that they played against. Not exactly a murderer's row, right? Right. Then then they lost to LSU, forty nine to thirty nine. Cook Brady Cook got his share. You know he got his yards. Schrader got his yards. Burden got his yards, um, which by the way, Burden, you know, by and large is he's receiving over a hundred and, you know, over a hundred yards per game, roughly. Right. Yeah, yeah. But then you start getting into the meat of their schedule. Um, I don't, I don't know what happened with the LSU game. You look at those stat lines and I'm like, how the hell did they lose that game? Um, yeah. Defense optional. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But then you get to the t- Kentucky game and Kentucky gave them a scare. Right. 38-21. Um, you know, Brady had his worst game, um pretty much his worst game of the season, except for the very first game, which is kind of weird against South Dakota. But yeah. Kentucky is not super great against the pass. Um, Kentucky, Kentucky's pass defense is ranked 12th in the SEC. LSU's pass defense is ranked 10th in the SEC. Georgia's past defense is ranked number two in the SEC. Yeah. So Mr. Cook has not played a team on the caliber of Georgia. Now, do I think that he's going to get his yards? I certainly do. Um, I still look at like what, you know, let's 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 move on. Um, so Cook had his worst game since the first game of the season. He only threw for 175 yards against Kentucky. You say, okay, well, how did they end up beating Kentucky 38 to 21? Well, Schrader Rushed for 71 yards. And guess who didn't have a big game? Luther Burden. Mm-hmm. Um, the main, the higher, higher reception, you know, leader in that game was uh, the, the Weiss Jr. guy. Do we have we mentioned him? The yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. He's the second leading receiver. The
1: second leading receiver. Yeah. So, yeah. but he only had 66 yards in that game. So the, Kentucky was able to hold Luther mm-hmm. Burden out, basically. And that was a game that was on the road at Kentucky. Oh, and by the way, all these games, um, you know, by and large, they've all been Missouri home games. They've only played two away games at this point. They played Kentucky, at Kentucky and they played at Vanderbilt. All of yep. those other games uh, were were home games. So this is their. We are the best team that they've played, and they got us on the road.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I think that I think that this sets up for a pretty decent for a pretty decent game for the Bulldogs to put something down on on paper i'm just not super convinced on on the missouri side of things you know mention kentucky you know they played south carolina obviously they beat south they beat the pants off south carolina right but who yeah. hasn't like honk, <laughs> the game. honk yeah. if you beat the beat the hell out of uh <laughs> out of south carolina but he didn't have a great he didn't have like a you know, he didn't throw for over 300 yards in that game probably because trader was running for 106 almost 160 um they had, they had a big game against South Carolina, but then you look at the stats and South Carolina has the worst pass defense in the country, or it's in the SEC, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So all of those teams they've played, LSU ranked 10th, Kentucky ranked 12th, Vanderbilt ranked 13th, South Carolina ranked 14th. You start to get a sense as to why the line was what it was, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, it does. And then they're coming into a hostile environment, you know, 3.30 PM afternoon kickoff. um, And they got to come between the hedges. Like I said, I think that last year the environment there was a really big factor in that game. And I fully expect it to be a factor here in this game as well. And actually, you know what, something we, I, I meant to talk about earlier and forgot the cultural playoff rankings come out this week. And I think, I think as weird as it is to say, I don't think we're going to be number one. Um, and uh, we weren't last year when the first rankings came out and uh, we played like we were angry about it. And so I actually <laughs> think that could be a little extra motivational factor right there. So, so.
1: I hope so. Um, yeah. I, j- I just don't, I don't know. You know, I mentioned, I mentioned the past defense numbers, the rush defense numbers don't look much better Vanderbilt 14 LSU 12 South Carolina eleven um kentucky had the number six uh has has the number six rush defense in, in the sec um again yeah. I, I, we are we are the absolute beast on their schedule and i just don't know that they're going to be able to to run with us.
0: yeah so we, we what i'm hearing from you john is everyone's talking about their offense but all you're saying is all um, I'm saying
1: is, is that they haven't played. They, they ain't played anybody. Paul,
0: <laughs> Missouri ain't played anybody. Uh, love <laughs> it, love it. Cool. Um, yeah, I think that's probably about all I got um, on the on the defense. So I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree. I had noticed the same stuff. Well, all
1: right. So here's here's, here's the only items that I'm going to add about our defense. I feel like that whatever happened in the off week. We were we, we sorted out some things on the on the off week, like not only from a personnel perspective on the offensive line with the shuffling and all that stuff we talked about, yeah. But something happened with the defense because the defensive line was able to start suddenly getting pressure when we haven't gotten pressure on even lowly Vanderbilt, right? Like we haven't been able to get a lot of pressure across the board to to the point where it impacted the game, right? And I feel like that they have decided that they're going to allow the, uh, this is my hope, right? Like we've had a body of work from some of our senior starters and our, our leaders on the team that have been in with the program for a long time and they've done. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't mm-hmm. been like lights out. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you start letting Marvin Jones, Jr. You start letting Michael Williams, like you start letting some of these young guys play and show their talent level. And you start. I feel like we were able to get a spark out of the young guys, and so my what I'm looking for is for that to carry over to an offense that actually has a pulse, and Mm. to see the defense actually like show me. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) Have the defense show me the uh, the ability to get to the quarterback and impact a an, an effective offense because. By and large, what we're seeing here is that this may be the team that might be the closest to what we're going to see for LSU, right? Like I just gave you the defensive numbers for LSU; they're not that great on defense. You know, talk about looking, looking, and clinching the SEC. Which, by the way, like if we win this game, does this are we clinching the SEC if we win this game? Because I feel like no, no, okay,
0: no, and it's because it's because Missouri only has. So, the Missouri has one lot. They would technically, I think we would own the tiebreaker with Missouri if we win this game. I think technically Tennessee is still in it. Um, okay. But uh, I will say, I mean, if they like this is for first place in the East, because um, mm-hmm. they would own it with a tiebreaker over us, should they do this. Right. So, yeah. But no, but we cannot clinch yet. I do know that.
1: Okay. What this team is going to show you is what it might look like to play LSU is all I'm saying. Um, And as I look at the numbers, like I I saw some questions raised on who we would rather play. And I like knee jerk reaction was like Alabama. But like, as I look at the numbers here, I don't know. I don't don't know. Alabama's defense looks pretty decent. They look serviceable more so than they did at the beginning of the season. Maybe that's just optics. But what I see on the numbers here is that LSU's defense is trash.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, but I agree, dude, on the young guys. And then the other thing, like, because uh, Jalen Walker had a good game um against Florida. And then also, you know, uh Tyrion Ingram Dawkins coming back from injury. That was his return from injury against Florida. Um, and he looked he looked good too. So um agree. Get some of those Get some keep keep those guys out there. Right, right. All right. All right. I have a shocking development on the special teams front, John.
1: <laughs> Let me guess.
0: Are you sitting down? I feel like you need to be sitting on this.
1: Um I'm sitting down.
0: Missouri does not have an Australian punter. Wait, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Something to watch out for guys.
0: <laughs> uh, he is a, uh, he's from Missouri. Uh, so Luke Bauer is their punter. He's from St. Louis. So um, very interesting. So we asked, is there anyone in the SEC without an Australian punter? The answer is yes. Missouri. Again, clearly these guys don't belong in the SEC. Sorry. Sorry. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> um, their kicker though, I don't, know, do, I don't know. Do you remember this guy last year? Their kicker, uh, mm. H- Harrison mevis Like he drilled some kicks against us last year. He actually hit like a fifty-something yarder against us and did like a Mister Robato dance. I actually made a gif of it. I think that was the first first time I've ever gifted an opposing player. Um, but this this the kicker is good. They call him the thicker kicker. Uh, oh he's a, yeah,
1: he's a big boy. He's a big boy.
0: He's a big boy. I did, I did see this. <laughs> yeah yeah so that's him um so I don't know he's he's uh his percentage is lower though than I would think just from remembering him last year he's thirteen of nineteen uh on the season for field goals so that's all I got it's
1: the swirling winds Jim
0: yes that um <laughs> and then again a reminder no one has returned a punt against Georgia yet all season uh so we'll we'll watch that We're can, can someone return, return a punt you gotta come up with a name for that. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. What is that? Like, that's nuts.
1: <laughs> I wonder if anything like that exists in college football.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. All right, I'm hoping, that's I, all hope, I got. am hoping to.
1: that somebody makes a big deal about that at some point on a
0: broadcast. I mean, they talked. They did. They, they mentioned it in the Florida game. Um, they did. not the make a big crit- deal about it. They didn't make a big deal. It, it should have been a bigger deal. Yeah, I mean, should have been bigger. yeah At, at what
1: point do you? At what point do you decide that we should? At least point out that hey, no one's ever returned a kick against Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's
0: ridiculous. It's ridiculous. All right, um, you know that. Uh, but so obviously Thorson's still doing this thing and payday. Uh, it's been money. Kick the ball out of the end zone on the kickoff, John. That's Payday's my request. It's been
1: money. Did you do that on purpose, or did you even realize
0: it? I didn't even realize it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even tell you this happened during the game. This legit happened in the Florida game. Uh, we had like a nice pass to Dominic Lovett, uh huh. And I said, I'm loving it. it. I said, I said, I oh, love it. And Kim looked at me like, seriously, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like the broadcast made that the I'm loving it joke.
0: Did they? Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. uh, this is so good. So, hey. yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> uh, scary. <sorry>. <laughs> All right, uh, let's hit the listener questions, shall we? Yes. All right. Um, well, our listener questions are brought to you by Working Web Media. Um, so we've talked about we uh, we weren't happy with our website on Uh And we reached out to Working Web Media to help us redesign it. Uh, so they sat down with us, uh, talked about what we were looking for, and we were able to relaunch a brand new site this year. Uh, so be sure to go check out that site. Um, we've got our store there with all our merch Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, the hats that John and I wear on on the shows, uh, those are all available there as well. Uh, But so if you've got a small business, you need help with your website or just your online presence in general as well, uh, go reach out to them and let's see if they can help you out. Uh, So to do that, you can go to workingwebmedia.com slash dogs, and then they will know that we sent you their way. All right, John, first question from friend of the show, Chris Marler. At Vern Funquist on Twitter.
1: Noted Georgia fan. Noted
0: Georgia fan. Uh, was this from the last time y'all played a currently ranked team? I mean, come on, Chris. So the reference here was the GIF. We always have a GIF when we ask for listener questions. and it was what's kind of, a, it was what's a, a GIF? GIF? What's a GIF? I don't know. <laughs> uh, an animated picture. And uh, this one is one that's from some old footage. You found this one. Um, it's, you know, like the cheerleaders were in the field. So it's an old one. But, you know, Chris... It's homecoming. It was a reference to homecoming. So, sorry. No. <laughs> which,
1: which Missouri created. So there's some relevance there. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Look, we know what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> totally. Uh, all right. Uh, 51 to 7 GATA. If I would have told you in 2000 that Missouri would one day be in the SEC East, what would what would have been your response? I mean, i have been like, what? Missouri? <laughs> I mean, that probably that? would have been it.
1: You know what? Well, you know what? You know what? I would I would have probably been like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh,
0: well, no, yeah you you would you would have said show me! where that is on a map and how is that going to be in the east, right? Like exactly. A, I I would have even understood the southeastern conference because like south in Missouri, but the fact that they're in the east, and yeah, the, the west east, even the east, like yeah, yeah, the east is, yeah. Well, it's you, definitely ridiculous. You,
1: you got Texas coming in too, so it's like. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to do with this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It was the beginning of the end in 2012.
0: That's right. That's right. Um, All right. Next up, Alex Garnto. Uh, CB15, that's Carson Beck, uh, seems to get better and better as as the season moves forward. Never hesitates. Does he creep into Heisman consideration with a big performance against Mizzou? Side note Nothing about Missouri is Southern. Hashtag, do they even have sweet tea there?
1: Agreed. Uh, think a barbecue mm, that can that kind of counts
0: mm, okay, okay, so I think uh okay, so we've we've doubled up episodes tonight, so I can't remember on which episode you said this, John, but I know you said you're considering taking a flyer on Carson as a Heisman candidate. so
1: it was our it was our last episode, yeah, I, since I was standing in line at six Flags, um, I had a lot of time to like look at stuff and I remember thinking I saw the question come through on Twitter, and I remember thinking to myself. I wonder what his Heisman odds are at this point. And I looked it up and, you know, basically you throw a hundred dollar bet on it or a $50 bet on it. And you could probably net like 1500 bucks or something like that. If you, if you won $1,800 or something like that, whatever the odds were. And that was like, you know, I'm not a big gambler, but like, buddy's been throwing for 300 yards a game, like all season long. Yeah. And, when it it kind of it kind of goes back to the the whole Brock Bowers conversation we had earlier this season like in order for Bowers to be considered for the Heisman he needed to execute the numbers and the math for the math for him to get there had to basically replicate game after game after game yeah at that point obviously Bowers is not you know he got hurt you know hopefully he comes back soon but the Situation for Beck hasn't changed since then. He's still produced at the level that he was producing when he had Bowers at his disposal. Exactly. So for for him to continue on that 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 trajectory, if he's throwing for three hundred plus a game, couple couple touchdowns and no interceptions, and completing seventy eight percent of his passes or seventy five percent of his passes, whatever the numbers are, mm-hmm. like he's going to get there. Like, especially if our defense keeps performing the way that they're performing, like at some point the math is going to math his way into that conversation. And when we keep winning, when we keep winning emphasis, Mm -hmm. when we keep winning these games, like there's going to be no other, there's going to be no other like way around it. Like you're going to have to start talking about it. I mentioned it on the last episode, JJ McCarthy is getting all this Heisman hype right now and cause he's playing for Michigan and Michigan is the pretty the pretty contestant or the bell of the ball or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um and Georgia's the forgotten lover, whatever you want to however you want to characterize it, that's just creeping in behind and gonna you know, jump into the the homecoming the homecoming celebration and be crowned. And Carson Beck's gonna be right there to receive it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. If he, that's if the he... path
1: the path is for her, a Bobo for Bobo to continue to do what Bobo has been doing all season long which is basically prove all the haters wrong and everybody's going to be eating everybody that hated on Bobo at the beginning of the season is going to be eating crow and let me tell you man like I, I, I I'll say this right here like if this I think that um who was it was it dog stats that posted about the stats for the offense like basically the one blight on this offense is the red Zone conversion rates the touchdown conversion rate for red zones which you yeah. and i and everybody on the text thread have been super frustrated with all season long like bobo busts out that play call against vanderbilt the whip the whip route or whatever that scored a touchdown like
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i don't know what we're doing on the uh when we get to the goal line situations but we've got to figure that out and if we did if we were to figure something out like beck would probably have I don't know, five. he probably have like five or six more touchdowns than he has right now passing or rushing.
0: Manufactured adversity, John. Manufactured adversity. Kirby doesn't care about the Heisman Trophy for anybody. (laughs) Exactly. We're just going to win three
1: national championships and have no Heisman, except except for Stetson showing up in New York.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh let's see. Brett Building. Actually, we hit the the his first question, uh, was part of your fun facts. Uh the where did the nickname Mizzou originate? The only thing I'll add to that, John, is at the time they came out, they were Missouri State Univers- University. And so that's why they were MSU at the time, because they were Missouri State. And so that's where the MSU, Missouri State. Oh, did I leave that out? Man. Um, and then other fun fact for Brett, uh, because Brett was in the red coats. Uh, the Missouri marching band is known as Marching Mizzou. So, just FYI. Um, all right, Britt wants to know which is better, St. Louis or Kansas City barbecue. Do you have an opinion on this? Kansas City barbecue. Okay,
1: I'll go. I, I'll... You, you may recall Carter and I took a trip to St. Mm-hmm. Louis um, last year um, for his birthday. It's kind of like become like this birthday tradition with him at this point. Went to Colorado this past year, or this year, and then uh, St. Louis last year, saw Cardinals play the Braves. Um, Had barbecue in St. Louis. I I was kind of like relatively unimpressed, but I have been to Kansas City, and I've had Kansas City barbecue, and Kansas City barbecue is very good. I may be a little biased because I've gotten to the age now where things give me heartburn. (laughs) Pork, pulled pork barbecue like by and large gives me heartburn at this point i don't know why it's super frustrating for me because i love barbecue yeah but brisket smoked brisket does not and i love brisket so
0: okay so wait so you said you like you prefer kansas city that's really
1: brisket yeah okay. kansas city barbecue which I, in yeah. my opinion I, I don't know i'm not from there but like i feel like the beef side of barbecue is big in kansas city and st louis from what i saw I and mean, maybe i was only limited to the downtown area but like i saw beef and i saw you know all these things but like it felt like it was kind of like here you know like yeah the barbecue was kind of like in georgia
0: gotcha yeah i'm partial to north carolina barbecue but at any rate um here's my beef.
1: here's my beef with the not here's my beef with the bar, north carolina barbecue it's more about the sauce
0: i actually don't think it is there's right. just an there's an argument between the Carolinas of which sauce is better but you don't necessarily have to have the sauce so just my so two cents is it
1: is it pork or is it beef like what 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 makes North Carolina barbecue North Carolina barbecue yeah
0: it's the pulled pork I mean, and then but,
1: but Georgia has pulled pork too like it's it's Georgia pulled pork
0: yeah, I get well, okay. what, what, what I mean, techni- technically, yes, there is a vinegar-based sauce. There yes. it is, Jim. Yes. It's the sauce. But see, but I don't All cook right. it in the sauce. I, I use the sauce, I, I, I add cook the sauce there. No, yeah. well, some people spray it in the sauce, They'll... They
1: do spray. Yeah. Are you a yeah. spray or are you a mopper?
0: Uh actually neither. I cook neither. it dry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do dry I do a dry rub and cook it. And then I do I do put this. So- I like the sauce. So I like the vinegar-based sauce.
1: I so. feel as though you have just described North Carolina barbecue, in my opinion. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, uh, Chance Dog nineteen Chase Kelly. Is it? Is it? What's that? Or who's that? Which oh, is a, which is allegedly coming down the track or tracks? Okay. <laughs>
1: you you have you have the best answer for this. Like you're like a phonetics or, genet- or grammar grammar so, person. I guess I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, okay. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. The official chant comes from the red coat marching band. And so they say, what's that coming down the track? Because what is it? It's a, uh, what a mean machine in red, black, right? So machine therefore it's what that, and that's why people get so mad about it. the only thing I'll say is that when I was a student, what I remember is the drunk guy on the street would say, who's that coming down the track? A mean, some in red and black. Sorry, Carter. Uh, But that's what people would say. So I think that's how it kind of diverted. So there's like the red coat and official version version that is what's that coming down? And then there's the drunk guy that could be who if the if you're describing a person, that's how it happened. Officially, it's what?
1: Well, isn't isn't the official song like to go further into the whole re- repertoire, right? Like they ask they say like they say uh, the Georgia Redcoat marching band, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. and then later in the in the on on <laughs> the other version, like the, the drunk obnoxious. The drunk story. obnoxious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I've heard that the... again, that's the who, right? Exactly. I've heard the drunk ob... yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of where it comes from to me. But you're being a stickler, it's the what in the mean machine, et cetera. So
1: my my uh, exposure on this this whole thing is largely based on my tailgate experience when I was an undergrad and yeah. it was Ryan when getting up on top of a bus or truck or something and yelling out the who
0: <laughs> yes agreed. I, I probably heard it who more in college yeah uh yeah than what. So anyways that's 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 my take. Uh, let's see. Um, all right. Uh, Ruse Dixie Dog. Uh, what what kind of bourbon? What kind of bourbon will dogs fan forever? That's Greg. Show me at the misery tailgate this weekend. (laughs) Uh, so I don't know. You got to show up. Uh, to find out. Greg put some answers on Twitter, but I don't think he's being serious.
1: I don't think he's being serious either. (laughs) Although if he is being serious, I'll take. I'll take yeah, I'll take one. <laughs> Seriously,
0: hey, yeah, agreed. Hey, the, the spread the spread's gonna be good no matter what's there. How'd you know that? The, um, old,
1: the old fits I've actually never had. I have to I have to add that clarification on there. I've never had the old fits that he mentioned.
0: So Okay, okay. Have you? No, no. I haven't had anything that he mentioned.
1: So we'll see. Wait, what? That's, wasn't it or 12? You never had World of 12?
0: Oh no, Pappy was what he It was Pappy. Name. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Uh, no, I'm at messing... a bar. You gotta, you just gotta go to a bar and just, just, and just order something. Yeah. Okay. It, it's okay. it's like completely stupid, completely insane. We've got a bar here in Marietta called Max. They have like a lot. They have a lot of stuff that you never would. Most av- the average person just wouldn't find on the shelf or in the store or whatever. And you can just order it. It's stupid expensive. It's like forty dollars yeah. a pour, twenty four dollars a pour, whatever it is. And but you at least get to taste it. You can see you've had it.
0: Right. 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 Uh, Let's see, except Fletcher Proctor, which on the, here's my basketball minute, John, for Fletcher. Um, There was an exhibition game tonight. Uh, It was not broadcast anywhere. You couldn't even stream it. Uh, But actually, I haven't seen the final score. It's a bit late, Uh, but they were up pretty big. And I know like the entire starting five was all like newcomers, like transfers and such. Uh, But it sounds like the dogs got off to a decent start in uh, in the exhibition game tonight. So gearing up for hoops. Uh just had a commit from a big five star. So love to keep an eye to on, say, on Mike White and the Hoops team.
1: I was about to say, like, is basketball good? Are we gonna have to have basketball
0: episodes now? We might have to. Oh <laughs> dude, I would love I would love that. I would love that. It, you would just be sitting there like 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 I sit there when you talk about Manchester United. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, so good. Okay. I put, so I'd put more effort into it than you do. <laughs> <laughs> fair what what where where do we stand with Mr Wilkins like we're, I guess we're gonna go off off on a uh we'll go off on a on a oh there's a minute
0: yeah so there was uh so we have Asa Newell committed um last week there is another guy and I'm blanking on his name uh but he was down to like basically was down to Georgia and Alabama was supposed to commit over the weekend but what delayed his commitment um so that's all that's all that I know right now that those are the only the only two I've heard of late, So, mm. yeah. All right. Fletcher says, do we give Dom a few extra targets against his former team? Um, and then he said, and there will be zero chance we sleepwalk against these guys like we did last year in Como because of a year ago. And the fact that we don't have many ranked wins at this time makes me think we'll be locked in. So agreed. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I know Kirby got asked in the press conference about Dom playing against his former team. And, you know, he kind of gave the, uh, it's just another game answer. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I'm actually not sure. It means something to him. I mean, yeah,
1: exactly. Carson Beck was once committed to Florida, right? Like, right. He's from, he's from there. Where's, where's Dominic Lovett from? He is from Missouri. He's from Missouri. Yeah. This is, this is, this is basically the, the, the wide receiver version of, you know, Carson Beck's game, right? Yeah he's going to be looking to make a statement and i guarantee you that it's got to be in the back of his mind right like it's got to be in the back of his mind to like make a statement i feel like everything at this point is recruiting and we've made the joke that um we've made the joke that you know when bowers went down the joke was was that up up to that point was that all georgia does is throw the tight end all Mm -hmm. all, georgia's tight end you there's no need for us that's why i think these wide receivers weren't coming because there was no We weren't throwing to wide receivers; we're throwing to tight ends, so that's why we're losing out on on everybody. So, right now, the flip side of it is that okay, well, we just had Lad McConkey come back his first game, and he's blowing the doors off from the wide receiver position. So, the takeaway here should be that we're going to get the ball to the playmakers that are on the field, and if you're a playmaker you're going to have an opportunity at the university of Georgia. I do think that there's an element of that message that's going on right now. So I would love for Dom to be that guy. I'd love for Rara to, to be that guy, to be honest with him. like, I've, I've been clamoring for Ra to have his coming out party, but I'd be totally fine with Love it having his coming out party.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agreed. He's up to, uh, he's now our second leading receiver by the way. Uh, it as he passed, uh, Rosemary Jack St. Um, for second receiving yards. So I agreed. All right. Let's see. Uh, friend of the show, Tim Riley. Mizzou Mizzou wins if dot dot dot. And he said, and scoring more points is not an answer. Um, I mean, honestly, I feel like so. If we look at look at last year, right? Georgia got off to a slow start, they were disruptive. Uh, we had turnovers, um, Georgia had all kinds of mistakes and we still figured out, found a way to win, but so it's 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 that kind of stuff, right? It's uh, mistakes. Georgia has to make mistakes for Missouri to win this game.
1: Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that um, I still think that LSU's defense is suspect. But had Missouri not thrown two interceptions, I feel like that they probably would have won that game. Um, it, it, it's it's turnovers. I would say like if if Carson Beck has three interceptions, for example. Like we probably are going to be in some trouble. Yeah, and you could you could extend it to like if if we have three like total turnovers, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I just I feel like we've reached the point of like what we talked about last year, right? Like it it's self inflicted wounds that mm-hmm. it's going to have to be Georgia's self inflicted wounds for for Missouri to win this game.
1: Yeah, like if if Carson Beck never throws an interception and we never lose a turnover the rest of the way, yeah. We'll, welcome home, third national championship in a row.
0: Right. Right. All right. Let's see. Lee Munger, uh, should Georgia lawmakers pass a law that Missouri residents can double their NIL if they commit to an in-state Georgia school for no reason whatsoever? So like Missouri has this, like they have some crazy NIL um, law. And um, that was the perceived reason why Luther Burden stayed home. So, yeah.
1: I don't know. Okay. I'm still confused. Like, what is it that they could do? Like, are they doubling money? Like what's going on?
0: Yeah, I don't know exactly what it is, but and I know they've got a lot of there's a lot of big money in Missouri, but so I
1: yeah. Uh a matter of fact, I, I didn't mention it. Sam Walton is actually a yeah, an, an LS or a Missouri um alumnus. Um okay, so here's here's where I would say with that, like ah, Georgia's Georgia's just passed the law where the high schoolers can do can get their NIL deals as well. Um, yeah. I thought that that was the, what they were re- referring to where, you know, if you commit to Missouri, then you can capitalize on on NIL in high school and all that kind of stuff. But like, I don't know. If there's an angle for, for UGA, much like <laughs> what we've seen with Kirby and, and the Georgia state legislature doing their whole like open records request adjustments <laughs> where basically you have to like, wait 9 months or 6 months or something like that to get a response from the university. Yeah. on any open records requests. Um <laughs> I I wouldn't put it past the legislature to to do something like that. But yeah. Like I don't I really don't I I'm super confused on this one. I don't know what it is that would benefit them that's a law like that would make it more beneficial for you to go to Missouri as opposed to Georgia.
0: Yeah. I um I will uh, all I was just going to add was there are there are things that, that we can do uh without a law. Um, so you know, support the companies that are supporting the students and support the companies that ha- are linked up with with the collective as well. So, yeah. you know, get your and these are not sponsors, but I'm just saying like these these are companies that are working with the Classic City Collective. Um, well, Oxia Time is a sponsor and, and <laughs> they work classic city collective, but you know, that helps um the what Apotheos roastery coffee right like if you they've got collective uh coffee and then uh instead of tito's vodka uh get your hunker down vodka right and some of you know that money is going into the collective which is going into the Georgia players so yeah yeah there's uh, stuff we can do too you can you
1: can basically look at all of the the collective companies and look at the the folks that are like very visually apparent at the with within the athletic department, like yeah. you know the dealerships that sell the cars, for example, or that uh, that you know that Kirby's appearing on, you know the, the BMW. Uh, I can't remember what the BMW dealership is up there, but like the four dealer that's up there, you know anybody that's anybody that is contributing to the university um at a at a high level is going to be featured. Yeah. <laughs> so just yeah. find those and you know move 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 with your dollars right
0: yep yep all right dogs forever what grown man matchups are you seeing that could cause the dogs trouble early on which that (laughs) was i don't know if you remember the whole uh old man football versus grown man football that was back in that 2012 game um but i mean you know it's It's Luther Burden, I think is the that's the grimy matchup, honestly, from on them. So it's uh, I would say Luther
1: Burden if he's lined up against Smile Mondan, um, that scares the hell out of me. Um,
0: man, I don't think we're gonna have Mondan covering. I don't think we're gonna have, but you know what I mean. Like if if for
1: some reason they get some motion going, get different personnel out there, they start moving, moving the people around. Sometimes you you create mismatches, right? Right, right, right. That would scare me. Um, I would say that the the defensive back and the defensive linemen that have the sacks and interceptions kind of yeah. scare me a little bit. Um, yeah. But I'm not like, I say that, like you're kind of reaching it at that point, right? Like, like yeah. what, what scares me here? Yeah. Well, I can tell you that the defense doesn't scare me, but that guy does.
0: Right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. A um, couple of folks with some Brady cook questions. Uh, Perry McIntyre just said, how does the defense adjust for Brady cook? And uh, Army Dog Charlie maybe had a little bit of a suggestion. Who's the spy for Cook? Um, how strong are they up front, both sides? So I think we did. We talked about their their lines or, or the, the defensive line with the sacks, et cetera. And, and I think they, they play a physical brand of football. I know their rush offense is like a little bit different than standard. Uh, but Kirby said they're not like the only team that does that. Um, but I don't know. I mean, to me, if anyone is spying um, Cook, I do think he would be your guy you just mentioned. Smile munden uh i mean he's 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 our faster inside linebacker um that would be that would be my my take there
1: amen um in in lsu's win against this team they had a couple of interceptions against this team yeah um major burns actually had a pick six Um, that was the
0: the game ceiling pick six was major burns yeah exactly yeah
1: um Former former Georgia defensive back couldn't couldn't cut it at, at UGA, and he went he he went into the portal. <laughs> A portal transfer. I'm surprised you didn't do that for Dominic Lovett when we mentioned him. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, he came in from the portal. <laughs> that wasn't even planned. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, uh, I mean, like LSU was able to create turnovers, and their pass defense sucks. Like, I don't know. I don't know right. what to say. Like my my yep. like we're we're gonna put Brady Cook in. We're gonna put Brady Cook in in situations where he's gonna have to make decisions that are gonna be really hard for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um. All right, Chad Jarvis. I'm gonna take one of Chad's questions because we he had more burden. But I think we talked about him. But what's your favorite Missouri moment? And I definitely have one. I don't know if you have one. Georgia, Missouri. Uh, Do you have a favorite moment?
1: A favorite Missouri moment oh, all, right. all right so i'll give you i'll give you i'll give you one okay um the game in athens that i took my daughters to where yeah. we kind of struggled uh, i think was it was it 21 that they was that was that when they were here yeah. i mean
0: they did play here or uh, in 21 yeah it was yeah.
1: 21 yeah that was the the game where we kind of had to have a late a late kind of surge to 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 beat them that was one of the first games that my daughter was in. So that was, that's probably my favorite Missouri. I brought all my girls basically to that gotcha.
0: game. Gotcha. Mine would be um, in that 2012 game in the grown man, the grown man football game. And it's, it's super, it's a super random moment from that game. Uh, I remember twenty one one game, no, 2012.
1: Oh, 2012, sorry. In the
0: first game, in the first one. yeah. You know, so like Jarvis Jones kind of took that game over. Um, had like a, a strip sack late in the game or no, he had an interception late in the game. Um, but at any rate, the, there was a huge pivotal moment when Missouri ran a fake punt mm. and we stopped it. And like mm. back then they felt like whenever anyone ran a fake punt against us, we would stop it. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't just that it was who made the tackle and and who stopped it. And it was Richard Samuel, um, which cause at, at that point he wasn't really playing, uh running back anymore um because Gurley was on the scene we had Gurley, and we had keith marshall at that point um i don't know it was just a big big special teams moment and uh, I, I remember like tweeting about it like as i was like re-watching the game that night like i'm sitting here re-watching the game and oh my gosh we stopped a, we actually stopped a fake punt uh so i don't know that that one always kind of stands out to me so shout out to richard samuel fun times uh Let's see. All right. Back to back Broham. How do you think the guys are able to continue to maintain their focus and intensity after a big robbery? I think we're spoiled to have so many, so many guys that played their roles and will be able to pop at other times later. See Rob, Marcus Rosamy, Jack St. Malachi Starks, etc. Um, I agree, man. Like, I think he goes back to the, you know, you watch these guys, you know, like we've talked about, go watch their YouTube shows goes into their podcasts. They've got a connection. Um, And uh, I don't, I don't see them letting each other lose focus. And honestly, certainly not in a home game like this. We've
1: got a young team, and they're starting to hit their stride. Yeah. And we joke about the the Mark Richt years, and like people, you know, we were the butt of a lot of jokes about not being able to finish the drill or whatever, being so close but yet so far. Mm -hmm. The difference in those teams and our teams is that we're three deep at pretty much every position at this point. Whereas yeah. in those game, in those years, and in those, those times, maybe you had a two deep, maybe at some positions Um, it's, it's across the board. I mean, like if you were, if you were to fat, if you were to rewind in time and tell me that we're going to be missing a general, if you were, we we're going to be missing AJ Green and Todd Gurley and right. And um, you know, one of our offensive linemen names are blanking my, on me here, but like, if if all of those things were to happen, like we would be, I, I would have been in meltdown mode back then. Yeah, like that's basically what's happened. Like we're missing Lad McConkey, we're missing Brock Bowers, we're missing Amarius Mims, we're missing, yeah, all these different players that would have been backbreaking losses and to Gary's, you know, math equation on how you replace them <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're at. That's the embarrassment of riches that we have and the talent that this team has acquired over the last, what, seven years, six years, however long he's been here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 2016. Yeah. He's, he, he's done it every single way. And that, that, that train is not stopping.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Uh, we're going to close this out with John Michael D. Are you guys taking credit for a Tate Ratledge bump? Dude played his best game of the year in the cocktail party. <laughs> Obviously you come on my God, a podcast, you play great in the next game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Seriously. If you're looking for, if you're looking for a, my God, a podcast bump, like just, just give us a shout out. And, uh, we'll, 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 we'll bring you on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, he did say. Uh, he added, "If healthy, we seem more than fine at running back now. Um, so, what's more fun to watch: Edwards, Milton, and Bell eating, or Seabreezy cooking? Seabreezy being Carson Beck, John.
1: Carson Beck, yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, Wait, Wait, hold on.
0: Wait. <laughs> oh, someone who likes to run the damn ball, uh, it's hard for me not to for say me, it. Edwards, Milton, it's and Carson Bell.
1: Beck. Yeah, for me it's Carson Beck. Yeah, like, that's I, fine. I, the kid, the kid is living the." He's living the year that DJ Shockley was mm. Mm. in twenty yeah. in two thousand five, yeah. and I want to see him cap it off. I want him to be. I want him to be in the confetti. I want him to be in New York. I want him to be the poster child for the anti NIL era.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he's. What's the uh, the the fact like? He was the only guy of his quarterback class who had yet to start that didn't transfer so it's pretty crazy i want
1: him i want him to be the poster child for why you come to the university of georgia because you're if you stick around trust the process you're gonna get your flowers
0: agreed love it are you ready gp i'm ready as i ever will be Put glasses on. Show me! It's time for coaches over unders misery edition. <laughs> um oh you know what? We failed to mention this the, the uh I, I messed up on our review episode. Uh, I was about to say, did we do the review? Yeah, uh, yeah we you didn't. You didn't spike the football? I didn't spike the football. Dang. I went uh and now I can't even find the, the stats. I am ahead. I went I think my my updates didn't save or something I went um I only got one wrong from what I recall last week uh so I've extended my lead um uh JP got got some catching up to do got some catching up to do we I know we both got the uh <laughs> we got the miscellaneous wrong uh <laughs> last week because that was the uh, over under on tebow mentions we both both went over and yeah uh, it it hit the under um all right so I will go first um over under. Offense, let be offense over under 285 yards passing for the Georgia offense. And I'm going to go over.
1: I'm also going to go over,
0: um, over to you over under two and a half rushing touchdowns for the Georgia offense.
1: I'm going to go over.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes, me too. Over, um, over under 155 yards rushing for the Georgia offense. Um, I'm going to go. I will go over.
1: I'm going to go under.
0: Okay. Um, i to have
1: a bone to pick. I have a, I have a bone to pick with the rushing team, rushing offense. i have Something to watch out for. I totally didn't mention this before, but Kendall Milton. Whenever mm, he's in the game, we run the ball.
0: Mm, yeah, I remember you. Every
1: them. single time. I want to see that adjust.
0: Okay. Okay. Um. Let's see over to you uh, on the defense. Over under 275 passing yards for Missouri. Over. Over. Oh mm. uh, man, I'm going to go under to try to extend my lead. Um uh, over
1: uh, the, the 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 luxuries of having the lead. lead. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> over under 125 rushing yards. Uh this is me. I'm going to go under.
1: I'm gonna go under as well.
0: Okay. And then over to you. Over under 17 and a half first half points for Missouri. Under. Agreed. Under. Um, and then total field goals attempted combined is the special teams. Combined. Over, yep. Okay. Over over under three and a half. I'm gonna go over.
1: Ah, uh, I've gotta go over on that that yeah.
0: lines. Yeah. That
1: lines they get the, well.
0: they get the thicker kicker the <laughs> Um and I mean, then just just
1: looking at our red zone.
0: <laughs> right, right. Um, miscellaneous over under five and a half, Brock Bowers sideline shots. Is it to me? Yeah. Let me go under. Ooh, I'm gonna go over. All right, we'll see. We'll, the saga will continue. Uh
1: <laughs> I've got to I've got to make up some crowd here. We're getting late in the season.
0: Uh, so good. So good. Shout out to Coach Joe Bill. Uh, always. Always appreciate it. And I don't know what I i know. I wrote down all the updated stuff uh, that he sent us and I somehow lost it. So I know I still excited my lead. So Coach, thanks for checking in for us. All right. Final predictions. Um, CBC R2 uh-huh. Sam has uh, Georgia 33.4 to 17 uh odd shark has georgia favored by 15 and a half uh the over under is 55 that gives us an implied score of georgia 35.25 to 19.75 so got like 36 to 20 type game is what vegas is telling us um the odd shark predicted score has georgia 42.9 to 27.2 john you've always been asking me lately what about the cfb nerds model they also have georgia winning 32.2 2 to 25.5
1: What'd they have for Florida? I can't remember. I don't remember. (laughs) I need to go back back and look at these things because it's like, I feel like uh, some of these algorithms are just so out of whack.
0: If only there was somewhere you could go back and look at it.
1: Yeah, I know. I have to go back to the show notes, which I don't have open.
0: (laughs) All right. Last week, CFB nerds had Georgia 39.7 to Florida 12.5. It's pretty dang close. Pretty dang close. Um, and then let's see, I did the scoring impact. So update on this Georgia's scoring impact against FBS. So on average, we are scoring, our offense is scoring like six and a half more points on teams than they tend to allow. And we are holding teams to seven and a half points fewer than they tend to score. Um, so if you apply that to Missouri's averages on the season, it would be tight. Actually, that would be Georgia 32 and a half to Missouri 28.28. So that one's not as much an exact science, but that's how it works. So, what are you thinking, John, or do you want me to go?
1: I guess it's is it is it is it on 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 to me since you've got the the lead. Sure. Uh since we've started to get some some numbers here, um, the impact scores. Golly, I mean, uh, I am gonna be going thirty five to
0: twenty five. <laughs> Thirty-five to twenty-five. Yeah, mm, man, tight one. Yeah, yeah. I I was gonna go something more like uh, thirty-eight to seventeen. Is kind of what I'm feeling.
1: That's what I was originally feeling until you, you you told me the impact scores. So looking at that and looking at the CFB nerds. Yeah, yeah. Looking at Odd Shark. Looking at uh, looking at CVC.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I shark what? Yeah, 36 to 20. Or no, uh 42 to 27. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just I I feel like um to your point, right? Of like them their their big wins have been at home. They gotta go on the road, they gotta come to Athens. Uh I think it's gonna be nuts there. Um it's gonna be a crazy environment. 330 kickoff.
1: It's gonna be fun.
0: Um, we've been away, we've been away for a while, so it'll be fun. So yeah. Good deal. Uh, Two other top 25 matchups this weekend. You got Washington at USC and you got LSU at Bama. Who you got LSU at Bama?
1: LSU's at Bama. Um, I'm going Bama on that one. Yeah, I think I am Uh, too. I I was looking, like I said, I was looking at the numbers (laughs) and having looked at LSU's defensive numbers there, you kind of like Alabama in that game.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you. All right. Well, I'm. I already mentioned I'm going to be in Athens. What are you? What are you doing this weekend? Uh,
1: this weekend. Oh, what, what do we have going on this weekend? I know my wife has some sessions. Okay. Um, on Friday, I believe. But other than that, I don't know that we have. I don't know that we have anything going on other than volleyball on Sunday. So probably get the house for the game. But I'm trying. I'm. I'm going to try to. I'm trying to make it up there. But we'll see.
0: Okay, that's. I was trying to lead you into that. Yeah, <laughs> I knew gonna, there was a I'm chance, gonna, but I wasn't sure I'm what the status to, was. I'm
1: debating. I'm like wavering on what I want to do because do I want to burn any any equity that I have for for heading up there without the kids um, for the Ole Miss game? You know what I mean? Cause, right. Because is right. going to be there, etc. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I I this is this is the last one for me. Uh, so this is the last home game for me i I cannot make it for the old miss game um so looking to have a looking to have a good time between the hedges on homecoming so looking forward to it. that'd be fun, cool, all right, well, maybe I'll see you this weekend, maybe not if I don't, I know we'll be talking throughout the weekend, but uh, I don't know, man let's uh send these guys back to the midwest. I don't know
1: yeah <laughs> get, get out of here guys <laughs> <laughs> go back to the west. Exact young man. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Get the home field. Get the home field tailgate um, yeah. at, the, at the foundry, right?
0: Yep. Foundry on Friday, five o'clock. We'll put the info out there. Uh, yeah, we'd love to, love to see some folks out there if you can make it. It'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, if I don't see you, have fun.
0: Go dogs. Go dogs.